Welcome back to the NYC Digital Media Center Season 2. I'm your host, Deron Duncanson, and I'm here today with philanthropist and entrepreneur, Frank Bennett. Frank, are you there? I'm here, Deron. I'm here. Okay. For those that don't know, can you tell us who you are and what you do? Well, my name is Frank Bennett. Um, what I do, well, I do so many different things, but the thing that I'm most known for is being a salon and spa owner at AF Bennett Salon and Wellness Spa in New York Lane. Um, but I work with lots of young people. Um, I'm involved in church. I'm involved in so many things is from the car clubs and I do a lot of things. So there's a huge list that kind of goes along with that. Can you tell us about it? Sure. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, at AF Bennett Salon and Wellness Spa, you know, I, I, I'm in that company and is a place where people come in and have their hair done. Uh, they have uh, massages and facials and uh, uh, all different types of body treatments. It's a really cool place. It's a wellness place where people can kind of just relax, get away. You feel like they went on vacation even when they're actually here still on Staten Island. So that's generally my main business thing. Um, you know, a lot of people talk about like, you know, uh, you know, who, who are you? What do you do? And they identify themselves right away with their business. Um, business is what I do. Uh, it's, it's a vehicle for who I am, but it's not who I am. So I'm going to load those. I'm going to load those barrels for you just to get your, your wheels turning a little bit. So when did you realize that you wanted to start a salon? Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, that's probably, we're going to go back. I'm going to date myself a little bit. I'm going to take us way back to 1990. Um, and I was, uh, I was with my wife at that time and actually was with my girlfriend at that time. And I just knew that, you know, I just kept getting fired from every job. And the only way I was going to be successful was to work for myself. So uh, I decided again, I got tired of getting fired and I got motivated to open my own place. So can you tell us about your educational journey? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, I started out in Lafayette High School. That's in uh, Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. Uh, they're still there, but it's a different type of school. Uh, I made it all the way to the ripe uh, grade of 11th grade and where I decided that it was probably better for me to make an exit rather than continue being a truant. And I decided that at that particular point in time that I would just move on and I would just say, you know, see what the world had to offer. And I became a carpenter for a little while. I became a Porsche salesman for a little while. Um, I did all kinds of things. And before I realized, hey, listen, you know something? Um, let's try give, Let's try being a hairdresser. See, let's see what that's like and what that ended up being. And that actually stuck. So uh, my hairdressing journey started at Robert Johnson Manhattan. And then uh, the rest of launched from there. That's cool. That's cool. So how difficult was it for you to get to where you are today? I'm sitting in this room right now and I'm looking at a sign and it says all things are difficult before they become easy. And that is really, really so key. Um, the truth of the matter is uh, when I look back, it, I, I say, oh, you know, something it was easy, but you forget the pain that it took to get there. So while you're going through the pain, it feels like you're never going to get there. But each, every time you go through a little bit of pain and every time you go through a little adversity and you stick through the yucky stuff and the muck and the gravel and the stuff that hurts your knees as you're crawling, every time you stick through that stuff, you learn something. You get battle scars. And every time you get those battle scars, you learn something new. You take that tool, you put it in your belt. You learn something else, you go through something hard, you take that tool, you put it in your belt. And before you know it, successes start to compound. And as those successes start to compound, they build upon each, each other. And you find yourself at little at different milestones. So rather than saying, like, you know, I, I, I remember being your age and I remember, hey, you know, we'd ask me, you know, what, you know um, what do you want to do? And I would say, you know, get rich. 
<laughs> right? And the truth of the matter is, um, you know, yeah, that's great. And that's a, that's a huge milestone and that can happen. Right. And that, you know, if you work hard enough, we're lucky we live in a beautiful country like America where we can do that. Uh, but the truth of the matter is it's the small little milestones along the journey that build successfully and succinctly toward the end goal. Uh, and, um, the answer to that question, the long and short one is hard, but a journey well worth thought to get there. Okay, okay, I see what you mean. So, was there any point in your journey where you felt like giving up? Every week that mind that comes into you creeps into your mind because every week is going to be loaded with adversity. You know, um, everyone looks at a person who's successful and says, oh my God, look at them. Look, they're driving that car. They're doing this. They're living that life. You know, they're where they want to be. But, you know, I remember being on welfare, getting food stamps. And I remember, uh, you know, I remember getting $3 my mom's to go to, to get on, to get a token, to get on the train and enough to have to get a slice and a quarter drink while I was going to beauty school. So I remember those days, right? But the truth of the matter is, it's a journey. And as each step of that journey, it, it, it just it just brings you along there. And it's it's amazing uh, that you could you could do that. And but you have to have that belief in yourself and not want it all at one time. Allow yourself to go through the journey. Allow it to evolve. When you're young, you just think you're young and my God, I need it tomorrow. The truth of the matter is. If you go through the journey, it just, it, it really just makes it so incredible. The foundation's strong. When the foundation's strong, the house don't crumble. That's so true, isn't it? So every time you felt like giving up, what would you say kept you going? Well, I'd like to say the, my faith in God, but that didn't come until later into my life. Um, back then, it was just a lot of testosterone and a lot of just, hey, listen, I don't give a F. I'm going to make it happen. I don't care how many bodies I got to step over until I make it happen. Um, that, that undying hunger, you know, I have a son who's 20 years old and we talk about, you know, when I came up, I was hungry, I was starving to death. I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't want to go shopping with the WIC card. I didn't want to go do all those things anymore because I just didn't want that life anymore. And I knew no one was going to do it for me if I didn't do it for myself. So back then it was that, now, when I have a hard day, I look to my Lord, I look to my God, and I, and, and, and I ask for help, and he always shows up. So that's cool. Okay, a man of faith. So do you consider yourself to be successful? Yes, I do. I, I consider myself to be successful. Um, I think success is, is, um, is really, really very widely defined. I think that people, when they talk about success, uh, most people talk about worldly things. They're talking about money. They're talking about stat status. Um, what kind? What kind of uh, influence you have in the world? And I think that is all success. Um, but there's also other types of success. You know, I, I, I there's success of being a good dad. Success of being a good husband. There's success of being a good community person. There's success of being a good human. There's success about about being able to affect the world around me. Um, so that success can be defined in many different ways and I define it in every single one of those ways but I'm very cognizant to know that it's not only monetary or the station that I've placed myself in life because I know a lot of people who are very wealthy and who have gotten to great stations in life and have gained great monetary things and great uh, great things in their life but if you ask them you talk to them they are emotionally and spiritually bankrupt 
and not feeling successful. So I think um, a person with uh, $20,000 in the bank and a person with a million dollars in the bank uh, could be equally successful depending on where you're at. So what was the turning point in your life when you realized that you were successful? When I was able to take care of my family and my friends and um, give of myself in a way where I was still able to have enough of myself and be able to help the people around me is when that time came. Okay. One more question before we wrap up today. What advice would you give to a high school student not sure if they want to go to college or not? Oh, wow. I'm so happy you asked me that question because I was just talking to someone about this about an hour and a half ago. Uh, and uh, dig to me, some moms are going to be hating on me right now, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, truth of the matter is um, you don't need college to be successful. And that's just a fact. However, you do need college if you are requiring yourself to do something that is going to require a license, a certification to be able to get that thing that you want. I think that everybody should view themselves as an entrepreneur, even if you're going to be an employee. Because if you're going to be an employee and you go to college to become, get, get a job to be an employee, or if you don't go to college to, to get a job and become an employee, you should always have the idea that you are working with and not for somebody because when you believe you are working for somebody you will never work as hard as you possibly can but if you work for somebody as if you are working with them and with them toward a goal what will happen is those who are trusted in little will then be trusted with much by the way that's bible that's biblical man of faith yes you got it um, I think you'd also have to say that um, college is not for everybody. It wasn't for me. But what I am saying is that um, I know a lot of very successful plumbers who are making big bank every single week with big pensions who are doing a lot better than some of the people I know with four-year degrees. What I'm saying is if you're going to go to college, be very, very, very intentional. No exact – there is no – you don't have the luxury anymore of going in and wasting – your family's money, the government's money, and everybody's money saying, I'll figure it out. I'll go party for two or three years, and then I'll figure it out. Those days are gone, 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 and never to come back anymore. You got to be intentional. And if you're not intentional, it's better to take six months off, think about it, and get intentional, and then put yourself either in school or a trade. But I will tell you this, and I'll leave you with this one last thing, and this is really important. When you find out and I tell my, I used to tell my son this all the time, pray, pray on it, all right? You always hear your moms, your grandmoms, you know, they're always telling you, pray, pray, pray. God will talk to you. Yeah, yeah, believe me. He still does that. He still does miracles, but pray on it and ask God to show you where your passion place lies. Chances are a place where you think something that you would do normally for free, a hobby or whatever it might be, or an interest, that's generally where your passion lies. And where your passion lies is where you should direct your vocation toward because catch it is going to be good. So catch up, catch it quick. If you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And those are facts, kid. Okay. Thank you so much. This has been Deron Duckinson with the NYC Digital Media Center with our guest, Frank Bennett. Thank you. Peace.